Ball to Jarrett Jack, 10 seconds to go. Jarrett Jack will bring it up, guarded by LeBron James. Checking the clock, here comes Curry with five. Can't get the pass off, so Jack's still dribbling, looking, waiting with two, pass inside the Draymond Green, laid it in on a backdoor lob with .9 to go, and Miami calls a timeout. Draymond Green went backdoor and banked it home. You're listening to KNBR, the only place with Golden State Warriors basketball. Now back to Murph and Mack. You know, tough to find a bigger party right now than the Golden State Warriors who are rolling through the country. And we have the head coach of the Golden State Warriors right now, live from Miami, Mark Jackson, doing a morning hit. He does the afternoon with Tom Tolbert all the time. We're glad to get him on the morning show. Murph and Mac with Brian Murphy, Paul McCaffrey. Mark, congratulations, man. How are you feeling this hey, morning? Mark, good job, man. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me. All is well, and a good day to wake up in Miami, fresh off of another great victory for my guys. I definitely want to talk about the game, but I want to ask one off-court question, and that is we've been talking about your reaction when Draymond laid that in and the team was going crazy. We saw you trying to stay as calm as possible. You're going hands in pockets. Hands in the pockets. Stay, stay in control. Was, was that a deliberate thing for you to say, like, I got to stay calm. These yeah. guys got to see their leader stays calm Because you right want to now. shake and bake a little. Come on. Well, you know, the, the inside of me, I'm, I'm running around and jumping up and down like those guys, but... Uh, truth be told, I think it's important in the face of good times and also adversity for, you know, not to take it too serious, but for guys to see the, the, a similar reaction from the leader because the game wasn't over and they were more than capable, even though coming out of timeout, LeBron gets a good look off of good defense. So I've been in those situations and it's important for us to understand that the job is not complete until until the buzzer rings. Yeah, well, that's what you were showing and projecting. Now, were you okay with your team exulting and celebrating, though? Oh, there's no question about it. Uh, I have absolutely no no problem with that. I think it's important for those guys to put forth great effort. We put ourselves in position to win the ball game and jump up and down, act the fool, and then when the when the referee blows a whistle, let's let's understand we need another stop in order to, to seal the deal. So I'm fine with my guys. They put too much in, not not to embrace this thing and have a, have a great time. And it speaks to a larger question, Mark, and that is about the togetherness of this group. You know, the loss of Andrew Bogut has been huge, and everybody wondered how you guys were going to be. And it seems like there's a, there's a chemistry. I mean, you can tell us more about it. What's going on in that locker room that has brought these guys together? And it seems like they're playing for each other. Well, I've been saying it for day one. Uh, from day one, we have an all-time great group, and I've seen a lot of groups. I've been part of groups. Um, I've never seen anything like this. They're tied to one another. Uh, they have a lot invested. And, and, it's, and when, you, when you're that way, it's tougher to let go of the rope. It's quicker to help. It's quicker to be supportive. Um, it's quicker to finish an assignment. And this is a group that really enjoy one another. They hang out uh, on the road. They hang out at home. They spend time with each other. Uh, it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, how close knit this group is, and and how uh, you know, like like yeah, sh- random shout outs to to Brandon Rush on Twitter. You know, he's a member of this group, and random shout outs to Andrew Bogut. We we are tied as a team, and it's it's a it's truthfully uh, an incredible opportunity I'm having to to sit and watch these guys and what they're doing. I'm blessed to be able to be their coach. Yeah, and Mark, and what a trip for you, too, as a head coach and your young players. And like you said, I mean, to a man, all these guys are, are taking on their roles with, with a great deal of pride and enthusiasm. And, and just to take a quick step back just for you, because I'm curious, rolling through Brooklyn a few days ago as a head coach, playing in that new building in your old neighborhood and stuff. I mean, and looking back on that now as you move forward, any extra emotion, any extra kind of uh, uh, buzz going into that experience for you? 
uh, it was a regular game for me. But that being said, I did, you know, a couple of blocks from the arena is, you know, like I said in the press conference, the McDonald's that I used to go to as a kid after high school games um, and dream about being a, a player and dreamt about being an announcer and dreamt about being a coach. And to think that I was a couple of blocks away and had come full circle was, you know, a great feeling. But at the same time, it was more important for us to win a ball game and, and, and I had opportunity to spend a day with my son who's playing basketball at Manhattan College and then hang out with my mom. So it was it was a lot of fun and good to be back home. Nice. Yeah, okay. And then let's get into last night. So uh, as the game was progressing, what was working for you guys? I mean, obviously, Clay, you look at the, the obvious thing. Clay Thompson stroking it beautifully. Five threes, 27 points. Um, you know, uh, David Lee, 22 and 13. But from your perspective on the court, what were you pleased with what your guys were doing to, you know, basically win that matchup with the Heat as the game progressed? Well, I was very pleased with the fact that we were defending and understanding we were playing against the champs and knowing that we were playing against, you know, two great, great basketball players and, um, and a very good basketball team. We knew coming in we'd face some adversity. We knew coming in some things would go against us. We knew coming in that we turned the ball over and missed some shots, but we made a pact that we were going to fight and, and, and gut the thing out and let the chips fall where they may. And certainly the thing that kept us alive was our defense. LeBron hit some dagger shots in the, in the fourth. We go down five, but we still found a way to execute offensively and then to, to gut it out defensively. It was a total team effort on both sides of the basketball, I think. And we're a better team when we, there's no secret, when we push the basketball and make plays in transition. Did, did you see them actively saying Steph Curry's not going to beat us? I mean, 42 minutes, they hold him in a nine after that streak of, of scoring he's had. Were they, was it their focus saying, hey, if we're going to lose, it's not going to be through Steph Curry? Well, it's what you know, teams, you know, it, it, like, like we have a, a game plan where we say, okay, there's certain things we're going to live with and there's certain things we refuse to live with because it's proven that it's going to hurt us. And they came in understanding that Steph was our best player. And they made, you know, a game plan strategy to make sure that they kept the ball out of his hands. And when it was in his hands, they were going to trap him and, and be very active and were successful in it. But in times like that, other guys got to be ready to make plays. And certainly the supporting cast did just that with big game and big time effort. Can you talk to us about the final play then? Because it wasn't Steph at the point. It was Jarrett Jack. Loved it. And, uh, awesome. you know, this is a guy who obviously... His numbers speak for themselves. He's been such a huge part of your bench. But tell us about saying, hey, okay, in this final possession, Jarrett, you're going to run the point. Or was he trying to get the ball to Steph, and they kept denying it, and then Jarrett made a play? Well, there's a couple of options off of it. The reason why Jarrett has the back basketball is to use Steph and Clay and, and, and you know, what we call in this league floppy-type action where both of those guys are coming off a down screen. So you have both options live. And we wanted to make sure we got the last shot they did a good job of getting into Steph when he had the basketball in his hand, so we took him off the ball. And the good read by Jack ultimately, because with Steph and Clay coming off screens, those two guys have to, um, you know, the defender's got to get help. Oh, you're going to give up wide open shots. And we realized that, and Jack made a great read. Uh, Draymond made a great read of ducking in, and we got a big time play. But it was, uh, it was a design play and, and great execution by the players. And it shows the the respect that Clay Thompson, even in his second year in the league, has. Because I think, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, but it looked like Battier sort of left Draymond Green because he wanted to shade towards doubling Clay, and that left Draymond open. Is that what happened? 
Well, that's exactly what happens. And it's, I mean, it's a similar defensive tactic that we would use. It's called stunning and helping. So we know that in order to prevent that guy from getting a wide open jump shot, you need, uh, to be in position to help. And, and another term is somebody has to be in position to help the helper. And they, they were not. And that happens, you know, every game in the NBA. And sometimes we mess it up. But fortunately, it worked out well for us. And we got, got out of there with a huge win. And then Jared makes the pass. Draymond lays it in. And then, and then also just have to ask you, Mark, we're talking to Warriors coach Mark Jackson live in Miami after the Warriors huge win last night over the Heat. And that is that Draymond Green, and LeBron had a little sort of, uh, I don't want you to call it, I mean... You had know, an exchange. Yeah. They had, yeah, sure. And Draymond and LeBron talked about it. And then LeBron, after the game, went to him, said, I, lo- I enjoyed you at Michigan State, et cetera. But Draymond's message was, hey, I'm, you know, I'm here to play. I'm here to win. Going to compete. Even though you're the best player in the world. Tell us your view of that. What does that tell you about Draymond Green? And, and what did you think as that was going on? Well, it didn't tell me nothing about him um, last night because I already knew who this kid was. And who he is. He's a big time competitor. He's not going to give an edge. If he was playing against his own mother on the Miami Heat, <laughs> it would have been the same exact situation. He just does not care. It's all about winning. Yeah. Um, and, and he's not in the names. And I think at the end of the day, LeBron James is a guy that, you know, appreciates that, embraces it, and understands that here's a kid trying to, trying to, you know, hang around in this league and make a name for himself. And you can't do nothing but love and, and appreciate it and, and respect it. Hey, one more uh, question for you, Coach, about one of your guys, because Murph and I talk about him on a regular basis, and we haven't mentioned him yet today, and that's David Lee. Is, we come in every day, we talk about the games, we look at the box scores, and every day, seemingly, David Lee making a big contribution to this team. Maybe, I don't know, nationally a little bit under the radar, but maybe you can tell us what exactly he means uh, to the success of your team right now. He's been off the charts. He's been absolutely off the charts on, on both sides of the basketball. Uh, he, he, he rebounds the basketball. He scores in the isolation situation. He scores, you know, on the block. Uh, he's a guy that we run offense through and he, he's playing at an all-star level and, uh, it's going to be very interesting. The job for us is to continue to, to roll, continue to play hard, continue to win. And it, it, it's, it, it's going to come a time where guys get you know, not that we're searching for it, but I, I believe that I got guys that should be in discussion when you talk about all stars and the way that they're playing. But our job is to continue to win. Uh, we're not going to chase down individual accolades, but as a coach, for me, I think those guys deserve it as of today, and hopefully we continue it. But Dealey is playing at, at, a, at a big time level right now. Well, Mark, it's fun. I got to tell you, I mean, listen, the Oracle Arena is lit up. Any night, but right now you guys are revving pretty hot, and the bandwagon's open. You welcoming all the bandwagoners? Can people come one, come all now? <laughs> yeah, to me, I, I will say this: you know, we're not satisfied, and and it's a long year. But this is a team that I encourage the people to embrace because, as a fan, just as a fan, not as a coach or a part of this, this is this is the type of group that that you can rally around and really support. I'm extremely proud of them, and I'm I'm privileged to have the opportunity to coach them. So, I say, come on, come one, come all to the bandwagon, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, coach. Well Great said, job, man. Mark, and congratulations. Go get Orlando tomorrow night. Come on home. The, the crowd will be waiting for you Tuesday. And thanks for coming on the Murphy Mac Show. Thank you guys again for having me. Okay.